Hey, everybody, just to give you a advance on this particular episode, we have found a infograph that we are posting to our Twitter account so that you can see the graph that we are actually going to be discussing in today's uh, episode. So if you get a chance, please follow us or go to our Twitter account um, and pull this up and, and follow along with this episode. Yep, and that is leaning underscore middle on Twitter. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. So while it's good to talk about serious things, it's just as important and just as American to have some fun. Now, let's have some fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Leaning Middle. Today, we're going to be taking a look at something that is potentially dividing the country, and that is media outlets and the biases that they display and how different people absorb that information. I'm Eric. And I'm Brian. And there is a lot, a lot of things to dig into today. We have a lot of different um, topics to kind of discuss, but this all started when we stumbled upon a media bias chart made by Ad Fontaine's Media. Yeah, I, you know, you and I were just talking before we we did this episode that uh, we we're kind of worn out by the media and the stories and the constant barrage of the same same story just a different slightly different take on on each story and you and exactly. i both kind of took a hiatus from the news outlets and uh one of the things that uh was striking to me was i felt more relaxed and and i felt a little calmer now i did have a few moments of those oh my god i don't know what's going on uh yeah. kind of thing and, and what if somebody asked me a question that i don't know the answer to um, uh-huh. <laughs> but but one once you kind of take that step back and you go, it's okay. You don't know. You don't have to know the answer to everything. Yeah. Um, it it really kind of lets you you have some peace. And and you and I have a, a little bit of a same take on why this this particularly is. And and my take is um, everything just seems to be in this pause uh, right now with the transition or the lack of mm-hmm. transition, depending on which which topic you want to want to talk on it, but. There's really, you know, Trump hasn't conceded. Trump is is filing lawsuits. Well, that's all they're talking about. And and there's yeah. so much more for, for me. Like, you know, you and I have both suffered through COVID. And mm-hmm. we are among the highest spikes uh, this year uh, ever oh, with, by far. with COVID. By far. And we have people that are uh, basically there's no more hospital beds in some areas. We have tents set up. And yet Mm -hmm. all these news outlets want to cover is Trump and his allegations and the left's response. And 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 I'm kind of sitting there going, wait a second, there's more to this than this particular election cycle. And there's more to the the world than Mm -hmm. Trump's lawsuits. And, And it has really kind of caused me to to take a step back. And we hear the comments all the time touted mostly. Uh, by the the politicians and everything else about fake news and and yep. that that's a conversation you and I really kind of started on our first episode 
which was the impact of fake news uh, on our society. But uh, you showed me this graph and this graph really, it, it intrigues me because what I thought I knew, I did not know. Um, yeah. and, and it really kind of opened it up. So, uh, I'll let you kind of, kind of jump into to this since you found this little nugget of gold. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. So the graph is set, um, set up to be ranked in two directions. It obviously has your partisan skew and then it has a reliability in terms of reporting factual information. So just kind of taking a look and seeing, um, who is the most factual and the least partisan? You have two outlets, and that is the uh, Reuters and the Associated Press. They are um, kind of, this is as expected, as these are you know, traditionally nonpartisan outlets. They're just news wires, which means that they release all of this information and different news outlets throughout the country can subscribe to the AP or Reuters and syndicate that um, content onto their own sites to kind of bulk things up. Um, now, it's seen very often. Now, I'm going to jump in real quick before we go too much further down this one. I did want to circle back just a little bit and go through the methodology. Oh, yeah. Um, one of the things that, that, because I asked you the question, is this biased? Is this a left-leaning um, organization? Is it a right-leaning? Is it center? What is it? How do we know that this information is legitimate information? And you sent me the methodology summary. And one of the things that, that really popped out to me, and this is a, uh, this is a graph that they update every month, right? Yes. Okay, so uh, and it's actually on their website. You can do it in real time as well and see um, any outlet score at any point. And then they release this graphic onto their social media once a month. Oh, that would have been awesome to watch during the election. Yeah, it would have been to, very to watch interesting that in, to see in real time. Be like, oh, I just changed the, I just switched to this channel and I just saw it change. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. but one of the, the really cool things that I, I like about this is they have teams of three where it's one on the left, one on the right, and one in the center, and they grade these together and mm -hmm. to give you an average sum of the information. And then they have, um, over 20 analysts, uh, that are each analyzing 370 articles and about 17 TV shows. Uh, they did in this last uh, run, they did over 1800 individual articles and TV shows. Um, and they are, uh, they have uh, 7,000 individual ratings that goes into this particular form or, or this mm -hmm. infographic. So this is something, and, and I wanted to kind of circle back to that just because um, I want to make sure that the people understand that this is literally a organization that, that teams left, right, and the middle um, yeah. to, together in order to come up with these ratings per TV station or per web outlet or, or however it is you get your news. So um, this is about as non-biased as you can get. Would you agree? Absolutely. In terms of kind of how thorough and how far that they do go in terms to keep this as nonpartisan as possible and include yeah. as many data points as you possibly can to get an accurate reading, you know, is just so much more than somebody watching Fox News or watching CNN and saying like, oh, no, this is, you know, 
this isn't true. You know, they yeah. have all of those extra data points and they even break it down to the kind of language that's used in the articles and on the shows. So right. I, uh, I was and, really and which, impressed. Uh, I want to jump in there too. It also breaks it down to which guests come on the shows and does that guest lean one side or the other? Exactly. You know, so. are they, are they even making an effort to kind of keep things in a, uh, in an echo chamber or are they inviting opposing viewpoints? And, right. uh, you know, that's just as important. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Sorry. I did not mean to derail you. I just wanted to make sure that we put that methodology in there. So people understood, uh, what goes into to this. And this isn't some dude locked in his mom's basement kind of going, Oh, I don't believe that that's left. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, but, uh, go yeah. ahead. I, I didn't mean to, to cut you off. No, no problem. And it what starts to emerge is actually a really, really interesting kind of chart um, because there's a couple trends that we can pick up on. I think the most surprising thing to me, just right off the bat, and uh, you know whether our uh, our listeners might not love to hear this, but on this specific chart, there is a very large cluster of slightly left leaning. Um, news outlets they kind of have a different categories on each side they have most extreme left and right hyper partisan left and right skews left and right and neutral and within the skewing to the left column it has a higher majority of factual outlets whereas the skews right is uh on average much lower in terms of factual reporting so right away we start to see a cluster that more um you know, fake news or kind of partisan news is going to very quickly become less and less factual um, across the board, which is interesting to see. You know, when you look at this visually, you can see this kind of pattern where where there's all these outlets that just kind of lean over to the left and, and everything else. And then there's off to the right, there's this huge cluster and when you look at it, at first I was like, well, you know, that's not as far as, as the left. And I was looking in the, the left is the majority of the left are, are running right around that 16 point negative 16.5 to um, I would say probably 20 negative uh, 20. Um, and uh-huh. I was like, well, that's not too bad. And then I looked over at the right and I was like, holy cow, that's a 27.5. Uh, 25 over there it looks a lot more far leaning to the right and and there seems to be um, more that uh, that kind of fit that middle middle ground area and what was interesting to me as well was the amount that are further down on the graph which would be unreliable news sources uh, or mixed real reliability that was what was interesting to me and that's when I showed this to my wife she said the same thing. She was like, oh, I can't believe that they're that low on the graph or that they're that far to the right or that they're that far to the left. It was it, it was somewhat eye-opening to her. But, yeah. you know, you and I also talked um, last week. or no, Yeah, I guess it was last week. You and I kind of talked, and, and I'd made the comment, I'm really sick and tired of, of kind of the whole – uh, opinion-based news that I'm getting on on these networks, and you and I were talking about the the stations that we were watching during the election, uh, which were different different yeah. stations, and we did that in a, a podcast. But one of the things that that kind of caught me 
was you were really saying that um, you've changed the way you get your news uh, here recently yeah. and that you really push um, Axios and um, kind of that's one that you have found a little bit more in the middle. And uh, yes, I think that's that's what's interesting about this graph for me is where I get my news is changing. And I really want that that middle news. I mean, when did we get to the point where it was less about news and it was all about opinions? Exactly. You know, that's that's the hard thing to remember, too, is when you're looking when you're collecting, you know, any sort of media from these news outlets, you have to ask yourself. Is this if this show were actually a newspaper article, would it be in the opinion section or would it be on the front page? And I think that's where a lot of people forget is when you look at stuff like CNN on TV is significantly lower than CNN on the Web um, in terms of factual reporting. And that's likely because they have more opinion based shows on their TV uh, outlets that are pushing that factual reporting down. Because there's a lot more opinion based, which obviously opinion can end up being incorrect. And that's a that's a fascinating trend. I think you can see across a lot of different things. Fox News um, is a little is across the board, actually much lower in factual reporting than CNN. But their web is higher in factual reporting than their TV outlets. So I think right there you start to see that, okay, when things are TV-based and you have those opinion shows worked in, then things are going to be a lot, lot more likely to actually have um, errors sprinkled in throughout in terms of factual reporting. Yeah, and I think one of the things that that we have to remember, and I think a lot of people uh, somewhat get gray, is um, factual reporting is something you have to search out. And, yeah. uh, you know, if you're if you're looking at um, Tucker Carlson, Drew Lemons, uh, is it Drew Lemons? Uh, Don, Don Lemon. Yeah, Don Lemon. Yeah. Uh, Kumo, um, Hannity, those guys, they're all opinion based. And if that's your source exactly. of news, then it's not really news. Even uh, Tucker Carlson had a lawsuit filed against him and even his lawyer came out and said, Hey, listen, you can't really take what Tucker says. Seriously. Nobody does. Yeah. Right. Am I right on that recall? Exactly. That is, that's actually the legal defense that they used was saying viewers do not expect to receive factual information while watching, you know, Mr. Carlson's shows. And that was his own lawyers used in a defense suit that actually ended up having him win that lawsuit is by literally just declaring, we're not a facts-based show. We are an opinion-based show. We tell the viewer what they want to hear, and the viewer understands that when they tune in. Yeah. So, and the reason I bring this subject up is I wanted to kind of somewhat attempt to um, separate the opinion guys, the late-night guys, from the actual news reporting, because... They, these mm-hmm. these networks do attempt to report the news and they do report a version of the news. And this graph shows you exactly what version that is. But I wanted to make sure that we were talking about news outlets and not just opinion based guys. And, and a lot of times when you say Fox News, you immediately think Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, uh, Laura Ingalls. Exactly. And when you say CNN, you think Chris Cuomo, Don Lennon's uh, and a couple of the other ones, Wolf Blitzer. 
Anderson, Anderson Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. And those aren't news outlets per se. At some point, it, they really kind of blended them together. But at some point, there there has to be a yeah. draw, uh, a line drawn between this is just an opinionated blowhard uh, versus somebody who's actually delivering the news. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of wanted to bring that up. No, that's important. And I think uh, just to kind of give listeners an idea of what this chart really looks like, we'll do kind of a, this is going from most neutral and most reliable down to most left and uh, least, least uh, factual. And then I'll kind of run down the right as well. So we can kind of get an idea of what is the most non-biased and most factual and what are the most biased and least factual outlets. So to start with uh, least biased and most factual, obviously, we have AP and Reuters, and then a lot of the major news outlets um, like NPR, ABC, CBS, NBC, USA Today, um, Bloomberg, they are all right in the neutral category. Some are just just skipping over into the skews left, but most of them are rated as neutral and uh, very fact-based reporting. Now getting to the skews left or hyper-partisan left and less factual, that's when we start to see HuffPost, Salon, CNN, Vice, MSNBC. Then when you get into the kind of the left-wing trash outlets is Occupy Democrats, the Palmer Report, Wonkette, Bipartisan Report, which is funny. Um, then on the other side of the coin, we, in the uh, very neutral to skews right, but very highly fact-based, we have outlets like the Wall Street Journal, IGR, uh, Reason, Financial Times. A lot of the kind of economic-focused papers are a little skew, skew a little bit right. Then into the hyper-partisan and unreliable category, we see OAN, Newsmax, Fox News, Daily Wire, Daily Caller. And then into kind of the absolute trash of the right, we see News Punch, um, Fox, uh, Fox News on TV, then Infowars. And then in terms of just kind of some funny ones to throw in there, the ones that are more neutral but entirely unfactual are uh, things like the National Enquirer and your tabloids to kind of have a sense there. So it's interesting to kind of see how things fall. It really gives you a sense of what you're reading. You know, a lot of people um, will say outlets like Vox are, um, you know, not factual or, or full of junk just because they are, you know, definitely fall into that skews left category. And it's important to think like, okay, what's the other side of the coin? You know, what's the rights version of Vox? And it's an outlet. It looks like um, something. Let me check the most recent graph, too. Since they had. So, yeah, for example, um, the counterpart to Vox would be uh, Christianity Today or IJR on the right. So it's interesting to make sure that, like, okay, you know, as I'm absorbing this media and I think it might be partisan. I can check this chart and see what the other side of the coin is. That's kind of their counterpart in this graph. And then I can get a better idea of, okay, if I enjoy a Vox article, what is somebody with differing views enjoying on the other side of the coin that is in the same level of fact-based um, reporting. And that way you can start to kind of collect media for both sides. If that's something you're interested in doing. Yeah. I think that um, a lot of times 
uh, when it comes to, because I mean, this is a, a question that's been asked. Sorry, I was looking looking up because Trump had been tweeting a lot from a particular place, and I was looking to see where that was coming from. But uh, I think it is interesting to to look at that and, and really try to balance the factual and the the uh, opinion base. But what's interesting to me is a lot of times, and and people don't do this, and you and I know this from from marketing. But people will see something online and they don't check the source of it and the reliability of the source of yeah. it. And having a wife that uh, you know has a master's in history, um, it, it's all uh-huh. about uh, sourcing and it's all about yes. making sure you understand where this is coming from and what the point of the author is. And I think that's where yes. we we sometimes I get across from there. Writing a research paper right now too, so it is. Uh... It is a big reminder of how serious the academic world does take sourcing information. Is working on a master's degree, I kind of forgot how what level of scrutiny a lot of this information needs to be held up on. Yeah, and it, it really comes into play when you are sitting there and you're talking to someone and they say something, and it seems like every conversation right now somehow comes back around to politics, even if you try not to. But... One of the things that uh, that I'm really been interested in in following up on was, um, you know, I talked to somebody and they came out of the woodwork on this one. I don't know where where they came from, actually, but they did. They had a comment to say about something uh, that was negative towards uh, Joe Biden and, and how he wants to become a socialist and everything else. And I asked, okay, where did you get this? And he said, well, it's not from Fox News. I know that's what you're going to try to say. And I'm like, no, I, where, yeah. where is your source? And he's <laughs> like, I don't know. And then he, he sent it to me. And it turned out to be a news organization from, I sent it to you. Was it Israel? I think it might have. Yeah, it was either Israel or Turkey. It was some, yeah, some out of the country. Yeah kind of random outlet and his his point of view was well i look it's an international based news story and i'm like okay and he said and the reason that i watch and listen to and read international news is because it gives me a better understanding of what the rest of the world views uh america like and it gives us a non-biased opinion because they don't have a fight in in the the argument and I was like, that just does not make sense. Like, if you think about it, yeah, that news not at all. You're, you're <laughs> using a Israel-based news outlet as your source of information, and for our political government and inside stories and and everything else, it just and, and that's my my thing is people don't pay attention to where they're getting their news source from, so. But yeah, well, one of the things that I thought would be kind of fun with this is if we went through and hit some of the bigger ones, because I know uh, listeners are probably like, well, you named off some, but the one I listened to is probably neutral. or Otherwise, they would have brought it up. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to throw a couple out at you that I know are probably the most uh, popular. And you tell me, uh, um, do you have the, the graph right there in front of you? I do. Okay. I do. I'm ready to go. OK. And, and tell me if this surprises you or not. Uh, a, AP okay. and Reuters, we know right down the middle. Um, the yep. Detroit News. 
Ooh, I should ask, are you looking at uh, November 2020 or June 2020? Uh, which one did you send me? Uh, oh, I sent both. Did you? <laughs> uh, I only have the methodology on the, the second one and the... If you open the graph, it says it on the top. I didn't get the graph. I just got the methodology report. Oh, okay. I got it now. We're okay. Ready to go. So um, the Detroit News is neutral and actually very fact-based it's it's up there among the some of the best it falls within the, the middle category in between so between negative 5.5 and 5.5 which is kind of a very narrow section of the graph that skews both left and right anything within there is considered neutral and the detroit times uh the detroit news falls right within there and uh, uh very highly uh fact okay and just to clear it up i am on the uh november 2020 so uh okay so that one kind of surprised me a little bit because we know detroit runs a little bit more blue right exactly you would assume you know major city um in a state that is just voted democrat in the last election you know is usually going to skew very left i know like we can take Pennsylvania as an example. Philadelphia is the kind of the major Democratic stronghold in that state. And I know the Philadelphia Inquirer skews uh, farther left. So it's, it's interesting to see a major news outlet in the Democratic stronghold of a left-leaning state um, be that nonpartisan. Yeah. Um, the Economist. I, I really kind of thought that, that that one skewed, but it's actually pretty much right down the middle. Very, very neutral. Exactly. Falls. It, it's, you know, leaning the littlest bit uh, right, but across the board, I'm sorry, the littlest bit left, but it's it falls right neutral. It's still in, you know, your solid fact-based reporting things. And, uh, you know, like I said earlier, where you would expect a lot of these financial outlets to lean more right just because they uh, they prefer more conservative economic values. Right. So it's interesting to see The Economist um, – be very neutral. Okay, now don't look at your screen and see if you can guess these next ones because I'm going to throw some pretty easy ones at you. All right, okay. ready? CNN Web. Yeah. I would say skew um, skews left and is not entirely reliable. I would say skews decently left and is just is below is in the low end of the fact-based spectrum. I would say you, you are correct. It's in the low left and it's only a negative 5.5. It's, it's a little bit more middle wow. than, uh, than what a lot of the other ones are. A much, much more middle than I would have expected actually looking yep. at it now. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. Wall Street Journal. That I would say is just based off of the amount that I've read from them is they're going to be highly fact based because it's a dry, it's a drier newspaper. And I would say um, leans right. Yeah, it's uh, it is. It's about that middle middle ground. Um, it is high, highly uh, factual and it leans about five, five point five is the graph here. It's just barely past that one. So it's kind of the equivalent of the cnn web uh except cnn web is just a little bit lower on the factual based stuff um new york new york times i would say 
that would be kind of the exact counterpart to Wall Street Journal, but on the left side of things. Okay. You are correct. And that's what I would say is that's, you know, looking at both the, the Journal and the Times, I think they've always kind of carried a dynamic yeah. like that, where they they might lean to one side a little bit, but they both carry that really incredibly high threshold for factual reporting and then, you know, have a little bit of partisan spin depending on who's in office or what social movements are yeah, happening. Yeah, so those two basically offset each other. They're almost the identical uh, distance apart um, from the from the middle. Got it. Um, okay, now I'm going to start throwing throwing you for some some loops. You ready? Okay. All right. uh, Forbes. Oh, I would say uh, about a little less fact based than CNN Web and leaning to the left. Uh, actually, it is less fact based than CNN Web, and it is more to the center than CNN web. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I, I see a lot of Forbes articles and I, I usually think they kind of lean left. So that's interesting that they're ranked as pretty considerably neutral, um, more neutral than even something like NBC. Yep. Uh, it, well, I bring it <laughs> up NBC, NBC Newsday. Um, I would say barely left, but pretty highly factual if we're talking about Newsday. It is a little bit higher than the New York Times, but it is about the same distance from the, the right, just a little bit more fact-based. Um, Makes okay, sense. so the New York Post. Oh, I would say that's that's, well, you know, the New York Post has a mix of dubious content as well as fact-based reporting. So I would say... They are um, probably the lowest fact-based one we've talked about so far, leaning skews, I would say, pretty far right. And I would say maybe like in the same realm of fact-based stuff as something like, oof, I don't even know. Um, probably like around like, you know, like the Newsmax or the Fox News web. That side, that type of partisan swing. Okay, so I was going to get to those here in just a few minutes, but uh, New York Post is more factual than than those other ones, and more to the middle. Wow, that's really surprising. Yep. That that's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> MSNBC TV. Oh, TV. Oh, I would say. Um hyper-partisan left, um, but I would say decently factual. It is, um, it is mixed reliability, somewhat rely- unreliable, and it is hyper-partisan left. Okay, since I'm not, wow, that is interesting. Since I'm not looking at the chart, where does it compare to New York Post in terms of facts? Okay, so reporting? literally, let's see. 16.5 and the um the msnbc is there it, it actually new york post is more leaning middle and msnbc is more hyper-partisan Interesting. they're about they're, Interesting. What they're about in the... the same same quadrant for factual based got it Got it. So that that says a lot right yeah. there, you know, where a lot of people uh, might look at the New York Post and say like, oh, they ran that Hunter Biden story. That's crazy. And then 
maybe turn on MSNBC and think they're getting factual, you know, fair reporting when in reality it's two sides of the the same coin. Okay. So now this is the one that I was looking for when, when you were talking earlier about um, reliability and everything else lately, uh, Trump has been tweeting out a lot of Newsmax stories. So let's bring out Newsmax. What do you think of that one? I would say hyperpartisan. I would say hyperpartisan, and this is what I find interesting about Newsmax is they are very hyperpartisan in the language that they use, but they're very careful not to say anything that's just like wrong, right? Which is kind of interesting considering um, being a twenty-four hour news cycle that is as hyperpartisan as they are. But I would say. Um, Definitely hyperpartisan, right? And then also pretty dubious in facts. I would say probably less, I'd imagine, less than New York Post. So they are less than New York Post and they are hyperpartisan. Okay. Um, they are about the identical positioning as MSNBC. Wow. Yep. So that is a shock. It, it really is. Um, okay. So now. One that, that most of our, our listeners, are, or not most, but a lot of our listeners probably, probably watch or, or flip back and forth between is uh, Fox News Web. I would say Fox News Web. You know, I would imagine they'd be pretty, I would say they're more factual and a little more center than Newsmax. Okay, so... Actually, Newsmax is more centered and more factual than Fox News Web. Wow. That's almost unbelievable. Fox News Web is somewhat unreliable, and it leans more. It is hyper-partisan right, and it leans more towards the most extreme right. That's that's incredible. I'm really curious to see what, like, if this information was collected on November 1st, how the election coverage might change the next edition that comes it out. It is a four-week process. Interesting. So we should see it around, you know, December to get yep. updates. Uh, okay, so Great. Fox News TV. Man, if that, if Fox News, I would say less factual and more to the right than even the web. It is directly below the Fox News web but it is more unreliable. Interesting. So, you know, give us an idea of what, like, let's say Fox news web versus CNN web. What, how far <laughs> left and you know, just okay. give give the verse. Okay, so, because I think that's a hard thing to picture. Sure, so CNN web skews left at about 5.5 Fox news is hyperpartisan right and is roughly about 20 to 25 uh, right. Wow. So pretty, pretty significant. Uh... I mean, you, you are talking about, let's see, let me look at this number here. The further down you go, the less reliable it is. And Fox News Web is sitting at about a 30 or a, probably about a 28 and CNN okay. Web is sitting at probably about a 40. 
Wow, that's really surprising. And when you take, I would say, it, in my mind, I would always say CNN's counterpart on the right is Fox, right? And uh, it really is more MSNBC's counterpart is closer to Fox News, right? And to give you a, a sense on the numbers, fifty-six is the highest, and AP is sitting at, and we said AP and Reuters were at zero uh, as far as the um, the axis goes, but um, AP is sitting at probably, a, it looks like maybe a 50, 51. So 50 out of 51 out of 56 in terms of fact-based reporting. Correct. Got it. So the, that's, that's there is huge, no, though. as far as this graph goes, there is no counterpart for CNN on the right-hand side, except for maybe, is it IJR? IJR, yeah. yeah. IJR is the closest thing. Um, the equivalent to Fox News uh, web is Jezebel Counterpunch. Wow, that says a lot yeah. because I, I mean, Jezebel in my mind is something that I wouldn't even read because I know how much of a left swing, leftist almost swing that it has comparatively. It's much more progressive. It, it's very focused on social justice as well. So it is, uh, it's interesting to just understand what the true counterparts yeah, are. Fox, you know, like I said, I would have good. always thought CNN and Fox would be kind of two sides of the same coin when in reality, CNN is much more partisan, much more bipartisan and much more fact-based uh, across the yeah, board. And the, uh, the counterpart for Fox news TV is occupied Democrats or the crooks and liars. Wow. And so that uh, that that paints a shocking picture. And, you know, you really sometimes you want to ask and say, like, oh, you know, Fox News, which is obviously has the highest viewership of any cable news Mm -hmm. network. um, You know, you ask how a lot of misinformation gets spread and and why it seems that a lot more misinformation comes from um, conservative outlets are the right and that kind of shows you right there where you know one of the most partisan and unfactual news outlets um that you know we've really discussed today is fox news tv and that's also probably has the highest viewership out of anything on this chart yeah and what's interesting to me is uh you know people say oh well bbc's really far left actually that is touching the line of uh zero bias um yeah. You know, one of the things that's interesting to me is, you know, we buy media and we buy news stations and your opportunities inside, uh, say, Dish Network Direct or your cable is limited compared to what you see on here. But you really only have Fox News, CNN, um, MSNBC, uh, NBC, um, some of those. But as far as video um cable operated distribution goes fox news is it up until recently when their ratings just basically bottomed out now you kind of know why i mean they're really unreliable and they're really pretty hyper partisan right almost extreme and so yeah it really kind of you know it goes to are you a product of what you're available to watch and, and I think that is sometimes up until now, nowadays, where you have your phone on you 24 seven and you have news outlets and you have data to, to be able to, to reach these things. You, you used to be able to be held or you used to have to be held to what news was being delivered to you. 
and yeah. you're a product of that new source. And I would say I was growing up, I was a product of the Fox News source. But here recently, it is really skewed to the right. And I've, I've jumped off of that. But um, it's interesting to me that a lot of people, I mean, there's some, some outlets on here that I have absolutely no idea uh, even existed. And, but it, yeah. it's, uh, it's pretty telling when you look over here and you see um, the least reliable sources, there's nothing on the left and it's all inquire, info war, info war, bleh, info wars. Um, yeah. And then right above that is BillOReilly.com, Glenn, which is Glenn Beck, uh, Twitchy, The Right Scoop, and Fox TV. Yeah, so, that's, a, that's a rough crowd to be involved with. It is. And so you, you sit there and you go, wow, some of these supporters are really pretty, pretty uh, far right. And they're pretty aggressive in their their um support and you look at it and you go well yeah they're they're the far far right group so um but yeah so kind of wrapping it up i hope we hit on your your news sources but it it really is pretty eye-opening as far as who you should be paying attention to and you and who you shouldn't and um eric do you want to give a, a quick shout out to to the source that we we got this so people can go and visit that and, and look it up for themselves yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it is Ad Fontes Media. So that's A D space F O N T E S Media. They publish them on their uh, Facebook page regularly, and they also give updates. And then they also have a website, and you can just Google that um, directly. Uh, we'll also tweet out uh, the chart that we've been looking at, so you can take a look at it during your episode. Um, so keep an eye out for that as well. Absolutely. So uh, we ran a little bit longer than we usually like to, but uh, this was, was really pretty interesting topic that uh, we both wanted to, to really make sure we gave it the, the right amount of time. So um, again, if you, it doesn't matter if you're on the left or the right, it, it is time for us to come together in the middle to move this country forward. Yep, and we look forward to exploring that common ground with you next episode. Make sure to rate, uh, review, subscribe, and share the podcast on whatever platform you're looking at. Follow us on Twitter at leaning underscore middle. And uh, we look forward to talking with you all next episode. Uh-huh.